Hello, this is uh, Bishop Christopher Mukwavi, Senior Pastor at Living Hope Church, Pentecost Assemblies of God, Zambia. I want to welcome you to this uh, podcast as uh, you listen to this message. Our goal here is to preach a holistic message that will bring total transformation to our lives. God bless you as you listen to the message. Praise God. Thank you. Um, thank you, uh, press team, for leading us uh, in the service in praise and worship. I, my hope is that I don't even speak very long. I want us to continue uh, in, uh, in, in that praise and worship. Remember, I told you last Sunday that today I'll be preaching on activating the anointing through praise and worship. So I'm going to preach this message so that we may be aware that when we come to praise God or wherever we are praising God, you need to know that you are on the verge of activating the anointing of God in you. So do not hold back. You need to get involved. Amen? Amen. So I'll preach uh, from um, um, Second Chronicles chapter 20. It's a long passage of scripture. I'll read the passage uh, as you prepare, so and then we'll be standing to our feet. Uh, in the second service, um, uh, Mrs. Mutonga will be preaching from Acts chapter uh, 16, I believe, and uh, I'll just make reference to Acts chapter 16. So if you really want to double up, attend both services, either physically or uh, virtually. So we're speaking on the same theme, but using the two passages of scripture. After, after that, my wife and I are ministering at Harvest Bible Church. Okay, I don't have to call it our daughter church or sister church. So our daughter church, they're just going to uh, encourage them. So we're going with the team with the candles as well as Hakant. Uh, uh, what's your first name? Mwanga Hakantu, possibly between those two ladies also, those serving uh, on the team, Mrs. Rukwanda or um, Sister. What's your name? Oh, Monday. All right, thank you. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet and as we read the scriptures together. Let's be looking forward to the coming of uh, Bishop Sakala as he comes to minister God's word. He will speak along the same lines that I've been speaking on the power of the Holy Spirit. Bible reads from verse 1. It happened after this that the people of Moab with the people of Ammon and others with them besides the Ammonites came to battle against Jehoshaphat. Then some came and told Jehoshaphat saying, a great multitude is coming against you from beyond the sea from Syria and they are in Hazazon Tamar which is Engedi. And Jehoshaphat feared, somebody say feared. Yeah. Okay. So feared and set himself to seek the Lord. You know, it matters what you do after you fear. <laughs> and he proclaimed the fast throughout all, Jude all Judah. So Judah gathered together to ask help from the Lord. And from all the cities of Judah, they came to seek the Lord. 
Then Jehoshaphat stood in the assembly of Judah and Jerusalem in the house of the Lord before the new court and said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in, in your hand is, is there not power and might so that no one is able to withstand you? Are you not our God who drove out the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel and gave it to the descendants of Abraham your friend forever? And they dwell in it and have built you a sanctuary in it for your name saying, if disaster comes upon us, sword, judgment, pestilence, or famine, we will stand before this temple in your presence for your name is in this temple and cry out to you in our affliction and you will hear and save. And now, here are the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir whom you would not let Israel invade when they came out of the land of Egypt. But they turned from them and did not destroy them. Here they are, rewarding us by coming to throw us out of your possession, which you, you have given us to inherit. O our God, will you not judge them? For we have no power against this great multitude that is coming against us. Nor do we know what to do, but our eyes are upon you. Now, all Judah, with their little ones, somebody say little ones, their wives and their children stood before the Lord. Where are your wives and your children here? Then the Spirit of the Lord came upon Jehazel, the son of Zechariah, the, the son of Beniah, the son of Jael, the son of Mataniah, a Levite of the sons of Asaph in the midst of the assembly. These were worshippers, eh? praise leaders. And he said, listen, all you of Judah and you inhabitants of Jerusalem and you King Jehoshaphat. Thus says the Lord to you, do not be afraid nor dismayed because of this great multitude, for the battle is not yours, but God's. Tomorrow, go down against them. They will surely come up by the ascent of Ziz, and you will find them at the end of the brook before the wilderness of Jeruel. You will not need to fight in this battle. Position yourselves. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you, O Judah and Jerusalem. Do not fear or be dis dismayed. Tomorrow, go out against them, for the Lord is with you. So, a question to you. What would you do if you asked, if you had told, given those instructions? The lion is, yes, he's coming to devour you, but stand. Just look at it and see the salvation of the Lord. Verse 18, and Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground. And all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem bowed before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. Then the Levites of the children of the Kohathites and of the children of Korahites stood up to praise the Lord God of Israel with voices loud and high. So they rose early in the morning, went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And as they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, O Judah, and you inhabitants, inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in 
believe the Lord your God and you shall be established. Believe his prophets and you shall prosper. When he had consulted with the people, he appointed those who should sing to the Lord and who should praise the beauty of holiness as they went out before the army and were saying, Praise the Lord for his mercy endures forever. Now, when they began to sing and to praise, the Lord set ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir, who had come against Judah. And they were defeated, for the people of Ammon and Moab stood up against the inhabitants of Mount Seir to utterly kill and destroy them. And when they had made an end of the inhabitants of Seir, they helped to destroy one another. So when Judah came to a place overlooking the wilderness, they looked toward the multitude, and there were, and there were their dead bodies fallen on the earth. No one had escaped. When Jehoshaphat and his people came to take away their spoil, they found among them an abundance of valuables on the dead bodies and precious jewelry which they stripped off for themselves more than they could carry away and they were three days gathering the spoil because there was so much and on the fourth day they assembled in the valley of Baraka for there they blessed the Lord therefore the name of that place was called the valley of Baraka until this day then they returned every man of Judah and Jerusalem with Jehoshaphat in front of them to go back to Jerusalem with joy for the Lord had made them rejoice over their enemies so they came to Jerusalem with stringed instruments and harps and trumpets to the house of the Lord and the fear of God was on all the kingdoms of those countries when they heard that the Lord had fought against the enemies of Israel then the realm of Jehoshaphat was quiet for his God gave him rest all around what a wait Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this testimony. And we ride on this testimony today in the name of Jesus. And we pray that, Lord, your anointing in us will be activated as we continue to praise you today and all the days to come. Open the understanding of your people to receive this revelation and grant me inspiration, O God, in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Please take your seats. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. It reminds me of uh, a time and moment when uh, I think my wife and I joined a few other families and we went on a safari to South Rwangwa National Park. Now, have you ever seen those safari vehicles? Those safari vehicles are open, no roof, no doors. They are open. And we had uh, uh, this driver, this guide, who was driving. He had no gun. For some reason, <laughs> I don't know if he had the gun, but he had no gun. We didn't say any gun. So we saw a, a, do you say a pack of lions? A pride of lions. He went, they were sleeping. He went and packed just next to them one was sleeping by the table there and one of um, my friends was um, standing on the other side uh, open door the lion is there all right i could mention the name i think is your former workmate sister joy you remember him 
your form, you worked in the same unit. You are both retired. <laughs> so, and then when we parked there, he was almost moving, coming to hold the driver. And then the guy says, don't move, stand still. Just be still, just look at it. It rose and shook it, don't move. And uh, my wife was almost clinging, don't move. Nobody moves, nobody says a thing. <laughs> now, did we trust this guide? I think we trusted in the name of the Lord at that moment. <laughs> now, this is what's happening in this passage of scripture. When God reveals himself to his people and uh, you've got to deal with fear when you are riding on God's revelation. You've got to deal with fever, with fear. So activating the anointing through present worship. So God's anointing is activated through demonstrating trust in him, even in a crisis. Crisis will come, but you need to demonstrate trust in the Lord. Trust in the Lord generates praise and worship. When you trust the Lord and God delivers you, you praise and worship God. And God is exalted above all challenges when you praise and worship him. In Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 26. But at midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God. And the prisoners were listening to them. Now watch what happens. Suddenly, there was a great earthquake. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken. And immediately, all the doors were opened and everyone's chains were loosed. Simply by praising God. So next time you encounter a crisis in your life, open up your mouth and begin to praise God. Open up your mouth and raise an anthem of praise to God. Simply that. The weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to pulling down strongholds. Casting down imaginations. No, next time you have this crisis, just begin to praise and worship God in your house. Even if your family thinks you are mad, let them think you are mad. Because God comes. God comes and delivers his people. Uh, in one of the songs that I, I've been listening to, I don't know if we will end this song. Praise is the highway to the move of God. Praise is the highway to the power of God. Praise is the highway to the heart of God. If you want to get into the heart of God, praise God. Praise God. Jehoshaphat standing with God was tested through a crisis. No sooner was he enthroned as king than the enemies gathered around him. Now, as you hear his intercession here, he says, God, these are the nations you told us not to drive out. The reason why they were told not to drive out them out because there were not that many Israelites. Says because you might be uh, you you might be eaten by ravenous beasts. So let other people live around you. Now God, the same ones 
you said we should live out. They are the ones now that want to drive us out. I think God left them there to come and strengthen Israel's faith in God. So he sends them to try Israel under Jehoshaphat's rule. So Jehoshaphat and God's people stood to seek God's face. They were afraid quite all right. When you face um, an enemy, you get afraid. When you, you, when you face anxious moments, you actually get afraid. But fear must not lead you to um, frustration and despair. It must lead you to seek God. Hallelujah. So that's what Jehoshaphat and God's people did. They stood to seek God's face. All of them. The word of the Lord for guidance was released. It was released. So when you commit to worship, God will release a word to guide you. And the God who has planted you where you are will fight your battles your workplace where people have seemingly risen against you, it is God who has planted you there. Just go with a song. As you go with a song, God will fight your battles. Wherever you are, God will fight your battles. What am I saying here? God will demonstrate his power against your enemies. He will demonstrate his power against our enemies. And God's people will experience his anointing when they respond to God in faith and trust in the midst of crisis. We need to respond to God in faith and trust. Whatever crisis may come in our lives, our response should be in faith and trust. That's what we should do. How do we respond? Number one, worship the Lord in his holiness. That's what uh, in chapter 20, verse 18 to 21, Jehoshaphat and the people do. Chapter 18, uh, chapter, tw chapter 20, verse 18 to 21. Verse 18. So the Bible says, Then Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground, and all Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem fell down before the Lord, worshipping the Lord. Now, can we imagine you begin to fall down and worship the Lord. Meanwhile, the enemies have encircled your country. That's, that's foolishness. Eh? Now, the, the weapons, God's two chests, the two chests, the armory that God uses is different from that of the world. He uses simple things. Simple things. Just simple things. Now, when armies would come, there were three nations, they came with all their supplies because they knew they were prepared to fight longer. Longer than even Afghanistan war. That's how they would come. They come and eat your food in the fields. They eat everything before they can start eating theirs. So they had led siege and Jehoshaphat and these people worshipped the Lord. Verse 21. And when he had taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army. So worship the Lord in his holiness. 
in his holiness. God reveals himself in whatever crisis that we may face. Jehoshaphat acknowledged God's revelation and worshipped him after the prophet said, fear not, the battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord's. It's God who has, so to speak, incited these people to come against you so that he can judge them and show himself strong. Worship makes us established in God and leads us into prosperity. So when Jehoshaphat and God's people worshipped God, they were established in their relationship with God. And they believed the word of the prophet. And because they believed the word of the prophet, the Bible says they prospered. Believe every word you have been hearing from God through his prophets in this pulpit and you'll be established and you'll prosper. It is this word that we hear here which has brought you prosperity. And you need to continue believing in that word. The worshippers should be clothed in holiness. These were clothed in holy attire. It's not just uniform, but it is the character of our lives we must walk in holiness as we worship god in psalms 29 verse 1 to 2 give unto the lord or you might once give unto the lord glory and strength worship or give unto the lord the glory due to his name worship the lord in the beauty of holiness we need to worship God unreservedly, without apology. Secondly, praise God in his greatness. We need to praise God in his greatness. In chapter 20, verse 21 to 22, we see that uh, there was a deliberate effort in appointing people to lead in praise. When he had taken counsel with the people, he appointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army and said, Give thanks to the Lord for his steadfast love endures forever. And when they began to sing and praise the Lord and praise, the Lord set an ambush against the men of Ammon, Moab, and Mount Seir who had come against Judah so that they were routed. Now, instead of marching around with weapons, with spears and arrows, they were marching around with songs of praise going to the battlefront. Can you imagine what the enemy was saying and his perceptions of them? Look at them. They have come singing. They are so foolish, so gullible. We shall annihilate them. But that was the weapon that God had instructed them to use. Praise. Just to lift the greatness of the Lord. And as they lifted the greatness of the Lord, the Bible says, two nations, as they were camped around, they turned against one. They annihilated it. And then afterwards, a quarrel arose between the remaining two, two nations. Then they finished each other. That's how God fights battles. May God fight your battles. May your enemies fight each other so that they annihilate themselves in Jesus' name. May there be confusion in their camp in the name of Jesus. You find that they are the ones found in a scandal and they have all been fired. And the position they were refusing you to inherit. In fact, you now have maybe five. Choose which one you want. 
So that's how God operates. Praise is grounded in God's greatness. In 1 Corinthians 20, uh, 1 Chronicles 29 verse 11, yours, O Lord, is the greatness, the power and the glory, the victory and the majesty for all that is in heaven and in earth is yours. Yours is the kingdom, O Lord, and you are exalted as head over all. Where is the enemy in this equation? He is nowhere. We need to lift the name of the Lord. God's word through his servants builds faith and strengthens praise. And that's the purpose of God's word, to build your faith and strengthen your praise. Praise is exercised through musical instruments and loud singing. Musical instruments and loud singing. That's why we need to play skillfully. We need to play uh, and sing loudly. You must sing with all your bowels. Sing with all your intestines. Let praise rise before God. What are you being irrespectful? Uh, okay. Please open your mouth wide and sing. Even if, if you sang, people may want to take cover because of your voice. It's okay. I think at that moment, the Holy Spirit will transform your voice. It's the demons that will take cover in the name of Jesus. So, God's power is released through praise. Just praise. When you sing, you praise God. There is a shaking that happens in our midst. And I think you have experienced this. And, and we have been writing on that already. And we, we, we need to continue. We need to grow. We need to uh, exercise ourselves. Let's sing and praise the Lord. I think there's one more Sunday remaining before the end of the year when we shall just be praising and worshiping. Yeah, so I think I'll come back to you on that one. I'll say which Sunday it is. Perhaps we shall even invite another gospel artist. Now, thirdly, lastly, when God came down for his people and fought the battle for them, and all they did was just to go and get the spoils of the war. That's, that's, that was their only responsibility after praising and worshiping God. It's okay to spend your energies praising and worshiping God. Because at the end of it all, you are going to walk in the favor of the Lord. So respond to God with gratitude. There are so many things that God has done in our lives. Done so much for me, I cannot tell it all. That's what it means. You need to count your blessings. And as you count your blessings, then respond to God with gratitude. Of course, there have been some bad things as well that have happened, but that have not stopped God to be God. And that has not stopped God to be a good God. God has done good things. God's people should respond to his goodness. He is good and his steadfast love endures forever. Jehoshaphat led Judah in blessing God's goodness. What else can you say? What can I say?
to see what God has done in my life. And we see that as they uh, walked in the favor of the Lord, in what God had done, they gathered together again as the people of God with their wives, with their children, and they went to the house of the Lord to praise God. In verse 28, verse 28, uh, the Bible says, um, they came to Jerusalem with harps and lyres and trumpets to the house of the Lord. Do not neglect the place that you have set to be the place where you shall have public worship together. God dwells in community worship. We must come together and raise an anthem of praise. Because the corporate gatherings enhance praise and worship to God. Your spirit is lifted even when it was low. God gives rest to his people in the presence of their enemies. In Psalm 23 verse 5, uh, the Bible says, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil, my cup runs over. This is what happens here. Right in the presence of their enemies, Israel is feasting. May God set a table before you in the presence of your enemies. You have gone through so much, it is time to rest in God. It is time to enjoy God's favor. Worship is in response to God's holiness and greatness. Now I'm concluding this. As I'm concluding, I want to ask uh, the, the choir just quickly come, come on the stage here. So we need to respond to God's holiness and greatness. And when you respond to God's holiness, you discover that you are frail. You are only human. And that's why you lie prostrate on the floor to worship God. When you see people that are really free to worship God, and when they fall prostrate on the floor, some of the churches in which they worship, they are just full of dust. Brother Manda was describing a place where he went to, to minister, and the place, the building was there, but on the ground it was just dead soil. That's where they were praising God from. When God touches you, do not be too smart to think that you cannot humble yourself before God. Follow your heart. You feel like kneeling, kneel. You feel like standing, stand. You feel like running from one end to the other, run! Worship the Lord. The strength and power of faith are shown by praising God even in contrary situations of life. That's where the strength and power of praise are demonstrated. True worshippers will witness the defeat of their enemies through God's supernatural interventions. God will intervene supernaturally in your situation. Whatever situation it is, as it happened in Acts chapter 16, verse 25 to 26, little did Paul and Silas know that the prison doors would open, the chains would be broken. They didn't know there would be an earthquake. They were in prison. They were beaten. They were bleeding, 
shakot. They began to praise God. The God who appears suddenly, appeared suddenly and miraculously worked among them. May God appear suddenly in your situation, in Jesus' name. Please stand to your feet. Let's praise God together once again. Just lead us in one song of praise. And after we have praised God, then I'll hand over the rest of the service to Brother Chibuna there. Let's praise the Lord. Hallelujah. My prize, this message really encouraged you. It is my hope that you look forward to listening to the next message. God bless you.